This is Pursuing Wholeness. episode of pursuing wholeness welcome welcome you know it's um i don't know has it been like three weeks since we recorded four weeks it's been a little while for about three weeks about three weeks since we've been on here and um we said you know what like let's get back on our podcast it's not like we stopped we didn't officially take a break we just i don't know yeah i mean there's been a few things going on we kind of had a few things going on and you know so we try not to, um, we try, I mean, we want to be consistent and all that kind of stuff, of course, but you know, there's a lot going on in this world. And so we have to give ourselves space and not just, you know, just doggedly push through it whenever we really need the space for something else in life. Right. You know, that's a really good, um, thing to bring up because it's like here, especially in the United States, I guess, or in this time that we're in there's this grind and hustle mentality and it's just like you got to keep going you got to keep going it doesn't matter what's going on in life it doesn't matter how you're feeling it doesn't matter if you get enough sleep you just got to work 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 and get it going and and grind it out Mm -hmm. and like really it's like for what Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i agree i i um i mean i did i definitely you know, in certain circumstances, I think that quote grinding is um is valuable because you know sometimes the value in hard work is underestimated. But then on the other hand, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be overestimated and even kind of like glorified in a way that ends up being harmful. Right. I guess we um when you got something that you're working for that um that really matters, I can see working hard you know, being something good to do. And then I guess, you know, so, I mean, sometimes we do have seasons where we have to work hard, but then there are also seasons where it's okay to relax a little bit and just, mm. <clears throat> just be and not, maybe not meet all the goals and milestones that you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that, you know, with everything going on with the pandemic and just the tides changing and whatever ways they're changing is, it's important, like, we got to put all that just working just to work aside and, and be willing to take a pause sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important to do that right now because the thing is, you know, like just like what you just said, with everything going on, I believe that if we just merely kind of try to push through and kind of grind through the same things that we were grinding through without having some pause to like recognize kind of like what's going on or even to just take a break Mm -hmm. then like we really gonna miss something something really crucial or really vital or whatever it just almost seems it just seems something about it just seems wrong to me 
mm-hmm. you know, to, mm-hmm. you, to have a whole, whole lot of stuff going on and then just to kind of push through like everything's totally normal. I'm not saying that you stop. It doesn't even mean that you don't continue stuff, but it's a certain kind of like, not, I don't think the word is reverence that I want to use, but like a, just a recognition of what's going on, you know, perhaps even enough to kind of see if what you're doing needs to change for the time. Right. You know, right. You know, that's a really good point. It's like, I've been feeling this pull and this call to, to like take a step back and to, to really like look at the world almost from an outsider's perspective. I mean, to some extent that's not possible because I am here. But it's like I feel a need to kind of step back and really observe and look and listen to the times that we're in and and really consider, so what do I need to be doing in these times? Mm-hmm. And I um I think this, you know, leads into what we wanted to talk about for this episode and and that's just stop making things we gotta stop making things so hard. Mm-hmm. Like we, we just, as people, I don't know, you know, if it's all people or if it's American people or if it's people living in this generation, uh, or this, um, space and time, but we make things so hard. Like life really, if we really take a step back and look, life is really simple. Pretty much mm-hmm. every aspect of our lives can be very simple. Mm-hmm. But we Please elaborate. <laughs> We've chosen to make them complicated. So I guess one thing to think about is even like raising children, for example. I mean, we still have young children, so we can't say that we're experts in child rearing. But yeah, ain't no way, no way, no way. <laughs> but we've had them long enough to know and, and kind of get to see some of the fruits of some of our labors to see that it doesn't take a whole lot to raise respectable um, like children that are smart and inquisitive and engaged in the world. It doesn't take, and when I say it doesn't take a lot, I mean it doesn't take like programs. Like we haven't put our children in any special programs or any kind of, um, we haven't invested a whole lot of money mm-hmm. in their education. I mean, the oldest is six and the baby's only 18 months, but we don't intend to do much, but you can get a whole, I mean, the, the things that our oldest does and says, I'm just amazed. And I, and it's not from, you know, us putting her in gifted programs and, mm-hmm. and spending a lot of money. It's just a certain investment of time. Mm-hmm. But I think that, um, these days it's like, we feel like, if you don't spend this much money or put your child in these kind of schools or invest in these kind of resources, then your children aren't going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And um, like we said, I mean, like I said, our kids are still young, but I feel like we're doing pretty good. Like when I see how our oldest is, it's not like we don't see her being behind or anything like that. She's She can hold a conversation even with adults if she tries. She. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. likes to pretend like she doesn't know how to have a real conversation, but she can with us. We talk about everything, and um, and it didn't take a whole lot to get there, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. so that's one thing. It's just like just 
it's a certain investment of time, but yeah. it's not it's not all the like we didn't need psychologists and and uh, experts and all this. We didn't have to read the books and all that. Like it's just kind of a natural thing that you can have if you take a step back mm-hmm. and just like kind of like um take the pressure off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I mean what you said a couple of times is like what I think has really been where the main investment is. It's like the time investment. Because to be honest, a lot of the stuff that they do, it's like it is. It's almost like it automatically happens. Right. Yeah, it really does. You, you know, you know, like a lot of the learning. I mean, of course, we can. You know, at the end of the day, we can only really speak for ourselves. You know, but like just kind of based on our experience, like with our oldest one, like incredible inquisitiveness and. You know, it's like pretty much, you know, just, you know, um, read to her and read, 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 read. I mean, we, we like books a lot around here. Everybody reads. I mean, even the baby really likes to read. The moment that we pick her up out of the crib, she's pointing to the books that she wants to read for the morning. <laughs> she knows which ones she goes Right, she there, knows the exact ones that she wants to read. Throw the ones down on the floor she doesn't want and pick the ones that she does want. <laughs> right, you know. But like... um. I don't know. It's it's just like whenever you first have a, a child and they automatically know how to, you know, nurse and, um, you know, it's a, a few other things that they just kind of like, it's like it comes with the package. They already kind of know how to do it. And so a lot of times it's kind of like, it seems like, you know, with our experience, limited experience, it kind of seems like you kind of more so are a facilitator. I mean, you kind of have to, of course you had to direct, but you kind of had to facilitate it and um, kind of allow it to grow. And, um, you know, the way that stuff is in our society, you you be feeling like you a terrible parent if you're not signing them up for this expensive program and, you know, and, and that expensive program and all these different kind of things. When I believe that kids a lot of times are just fine with a few simple things, you know, being able to go outside and, um, you know, just kind of like, you just explore like kids do. Yeah. Like, and even like, um, if you give them some things like Ava really likes looking at books where she can identify plants and read about the different qualities of the plants and what remedies can be made from those plants. And like, we go outside now. I mean, it's, we went today, we went walking at a park where there's a lot of just plants and things and so we walk in oh mommy look at that one. Oh, look at the colors look at the smells look at how many leaves it has those the shape of the leaves look at the shape and look at the colors and oh mommy this is a big leaf it's green it's really dark green and i'm like well which tree you think it came from it's really hard to tell and she's looking around and it's just i mean mm. constant you can't even just <laughs> take a quiet walk yeah no, that, she, that's 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 the flip side of it she that's got so many observations and then like i, I learned on, that i can get my phone and y'all gonna be laughing because it's like so basic but i can take a picture of something and then look it up and see what it is so now we got to look up every plant and Every we learned about these big, huge, scary looking spiders. They're just common garden spiders, but they look like they can eat you. They're just oh. garden spiders. But um 
Yeah, I saw one out there. Yeah, it was like in some um, rosemary. She was the one. Mommy, look, that's that looks like rosemary. Oh, it's beautiful, but it's a little different because the leaves are, have a red tint to them. And so we're trying to wonder if it was edible or if it's just ornamental. And it's just, I mean, the question, I mean, but this is just, I think having a parent available to yeah. answer questions is <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. so key. All you got to do is be there and they're going to be asking, asking, asking and pointing and you just, you know, there. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's yeah. like just. It, it kind of just happens. And I mean, like you said, we only know how it is for our children. Um, right. But I do believe that no matter who, no matter how the child is bent, I believe it's the same thing. Like it's just going to be in a different way. So like for our child it's asking questions and it's, it's wanting to know about all these different things. But another child, it might be that, that they, I don't know that they experienced it in a different way and that they, they learn about the world in a different way. But I do believe that, um, children are kind of programmed to teach Mm -hmm. themselves Mm -hmm. and they just need a guide, an adult guide to help them, but they already kind of have it in them. Mm -hmm. But like we, Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say in, in, in thinking about it, it really kind of, I think if we kind of really kind of like take that to heart, it can be a blessing for us. Right. Because, again, you feel like you got to do all this stuff. And I think us feeling like we got to do this and that, it's just more so like a man-made kind of um, man-manufactured concern, Mm -hmm. you know. But it was always, it it seems like from our perspective, from my experience, that it was already, a lot of stuff was already, it's just already there. You just kind of, you just kind of have to let it do what it does. And so much of life is like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I guess, like, this is one of those things that kind of grieves me, grieves me, mm-hmm. makes me sad. Um, just the fact that we're so disconnected from our natural selves, that really bothers me. Like, I want to be able to go outside and be able to tell what's about to happen based on the weather and look at the stars and know what that means or look at the moon and how it looks and what that means. It's like... We're just so out of touch. Like there's there's a lot already built in us as people, as natural beings, to be able to understand how life works. Mm-hmm. And it's as if we had to choose. Either you can have the natural mind or you can have this scientific based um information mind. Mm-hmm. And because so many of us are immersed in the information side of things, we miss the fact that there's a sensor in us that kind of knows things and if we can just Mm -hmm. quiet ourselves we can know like okay this this you know something's not right in my body you don't have to go to the doctor to know it you know it in you and then you can almost even sense what needs to be done to make it right Mm -hmm. it's kind of like those um sorry for interrupting mm -hmm. but it's kind of like those cravings that ladies have whenever they're pregnant for like these weird things and they're really tied to you know the woman's body needing these specific um nutrients Mm -hmm. you know and um the body knows what it needs and i guess because your bodies are so much more in tuned during that time because you're doing something the woman's body is doing something that it was designed since the beginning of time to do it kind of helps you to tap into that stuff 
And so your body is kind of like, get this, get that. And you kind of like can follow it and give your body what it needs at that moment. Yeah, when you bring up women being pregnant, I mean, that's just a whole thing in and of itself. Like women don't even know how to be pregnant and have a baby anymore. We used to know how to do that. Like mm-hmm. our own bodies, we knew what to do because mm-hmm. we didn't have doctors and midwives a long time ago. We just, you just, if if you, if anything, you had a mama or aunties or older ladies in the in the community who who had babies that, that who helped you through it but there's a lot in a woman that already knows what to do like i mean we're not animals like that but um we are animals but we're not like you know anyway yeah. like dogs and cats and birds and all the other animals they don't have people help they don't have other animals helping them have babies they they just do it. Their bodies know what to do, but we as humans we've lost that. And I, and I don't think there's. I'm not saying anything against doctors, because I might have been one of those ones who wouldn't have survived childbirth because with both of our kids, we had to have um, doctors intervention in order to have the kids to keep me alive. Mm. But in other situations, women are made to feel as if they can't have a baby without a doctor and women's bodies been having babies for millennia without mm-hmm. having to have the medical interventions that we have and it's like i think having doctors is a good supplement but we've allowed the medical system in the sense of women's pregnancy journeys to supplant not supplement but supplant the woman's natural inclinations and right. natural intuitions about what they need to do to have a child. Mm-hmm. And so it's to the point where women are ignorant in a lot of ways about how to do something that they are created to do because we've allowed information to replace that natural understanding and intuition. And that really grieves me. Like, I, <laughs> I just... I long to have that natural sense and understanding about life and the world, but it's it's like you really have to turn off the other. And you know, for me personally, that's harder to do than for other people for some reason. You know how I am. It's like, like you always talk about me with the experts and how if an expert oh, yeah, says yeah, something, it's hard I'll for me you. to like go against it. You know, you know, <laughs> husband Sean might say, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't think, you know, so and so and so and so, you know. That's not a good example. But 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 why, you know? That's like, not a well, good example. <laughs> and then, then kind of, you know, come back and hear some expert kind of say it. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is the so and so and so. It's like, I, 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 I said that, you know. But but oh, well. The reason but why then, I say <laughs> it's not a good example is because Sean would be like, expert Sean. Oh, I say, man, I have this concern about X, Y, Z. Sean said, oh, you don't have to be concerned about that. I said, why? Like, what makes you draw that conclusion? You just don't. You just don't. Like, just don't be concerned about it. And I'm like, what's the premise underneath your conclusion? And he's like, so, you so know, it you, doesn't matter. Like, just don't. You literally have to, like, present, like, a, a dissertation. You know, like, something to very, very, you know, like, for example, if it's something... 
you know, when I was younger, I mean, I'm not like an expert, but I um, mm. grew up doing certain things, you know, around the house, helping my dad and stuff like that. And, um, you know, my wife didn't necessarily, you know, grow up. <laughs> grow what are you up talking <laughs> You need to be more specific. What did not not grow up doing? I don't know. It's, you know, like maybe maybe yard work and things like that. Because you, you didn't cut grass growing up. What what does that got to do with anything? No. So my point is, I know there's been situations where something happened to do with that stuff. And then you, you may have asked a question that was kind of like, I don't know, for me, it was just kind of like, huh? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, I don't think we're gonna if get Shane anywhere. was listening, he'd be like, "Sean, you better be careful. You're gonna get in trouble." Yeah, but Shane anyway, is Sean's twin brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let, I guess we can just kind of keep this whole thing about like you know us making things as um, too, too difficult as humans. Kind of keep it going. Um, <laughs> Sean, trying not to get in trouble. It's all good. <laughs> No, but I was thinking about whenever, you know, you were mentioning the stuff about childbirth and everything, you know, just thinking about health, health and wellness and fitness and all right. that kind of stuff. And even just using those terminologies, health and wellness and fitness. Right, right. It kind of puts too much into it. it even, even the fact that we have, we talk about that stuff in its own little space. To be honest, if you kind of thinking about it, it's a little bit problematic, you know, um, it just kind of shows that we've kind of disconnected it from the rest of life. Um, people used to not really, you know, they didn't exercise like specifically perhaps unless they were like An Olympic athlete. Yeah. Or like military or something. Right. Like you know, like specifically strengthening your body for some other purpose. Otherwise you were active by virtue of whatever you did for, for work. Um, but anyway, like in regard to health, you know, I have a lot of people who, since I'm a personal trainer and I have, you know, a health and fitness business, I have a lot of people who've asked me about weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. And, um, you know, I won't go too much into it all, but here's the thing, you know, it's a classic example of one thing. Just being honest that we as humans have made incredibly complicated one when it comes to weight loss, you know, you know, a lot of us, you know, want to lose weight and that's fine and good. But the thing is, unfortunately, because the way that um, a lot of um, companies and organizations have kind of misled folks, like we think about weight loss as the primary thing. When in fact, the main issue is, you know, just simply not giving our bodies natural food, not moving them the way they need to, maybe not getting enough sleep, like the things that we're supposed to have been doing, things that, to be honest, don't require some sort of extensive um, research by doctor degree people. You know, the, they're not they're not complicated concepts, but, you know, I don't know. It is one of the things that I really, really lament. It's it's so complicated. It's, it makes it seemingly unattainable um, by us. And we struggle with, you know, our weight or we struggle with health issues that are like very clearly caused by like our, the way that our society is shaped. And um, the concepts are very, very simple. Right. But it's like the, 
just the way that the way that our society is shaped, it just made it incredibly complicated. You know, we have every, all of us have everything that we need. Um, you know, for I mean, there's some things in there, you know, some people have less, less access to healthy food and whatnot, but even that, you know, really all you need for healthy, um, food is in theory, dirt, you know, and seeds, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? To grow the stuff, but. I don't know. I don't want to go too much off of, on a tangent on that, but health has been made so incredibly complicated. But if you eat real food, like stuff that's not processed and you're active, like most of the day, every single day doing something, you know, instead of like what we're used to doing, which is like sitting down all day, getting enough sleep instead of being on computers, kind of like we are, are tonight recording this podcast. I mean, it's for a good purpose. It's for right? a good purpose. It is. But, um, but it's too complicated. It may, it's made something that's totally attainable has been made unattainable for so many of us. And we don't know why, but it's it's really, really a simple concept. Yeah, you know, even the way you're talking about it shows part of the problem. You're saying that they are simple concepts. It's like when did health become a conceptual matter? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be anything like that. It shouldn't be a science. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for it being healthy to be a scientific endeavor mm-hmm. if we were eating in a way that came naturally to us then we wouldn't have to like know how many macros and micros and we wouldn't have to count carbs we wouldn't have to do points or yeah, anything. None of that, none of that. because the way that our ancestors ate naturally lent them to a healthy lifestyle Mm-hmm. They weren't eating cookies and cakes and chips and sodas and, and french fries. They weren't eating all that. It didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And they weren't sitting down all day long. They weren't sitting down all day long. They had to, the food that they did eat, they had to go out there and put it in the ground and help it to come up out of the ground. Or they had to go and follow the meat. Yeah, you know, running with spears. And, yeah, and hunt the meat, yeah. <laughs> jumping in trees, jumping away from tigers and stuff. and You know, it's like... We we have made life more complicated by trying to make it more simple. It's like when we get away from work and having to do the things that it takes to get our own food and to take care of ourselves as humans, when we try to get away from that, then we made life complicated. We were trying to make life easy, mm-hmm. but we made it harder because now we have to deal with diseases that are caused by our lifestyles. And we, the fact that we even have lifestyle diseases is problematic mm-hmm. because it's like living shouldn't make you sick. That's right. But the way that we've chosen to live has made us sick. Yeah, it's 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 an it's it is, and ultimately, it's something that we've accepted. It's just kind of part of the way of living that we have. A lot of us don't really realize that we've accepted it, but we have. Right, because we didn't like take part in that decision. It was made before most of us were born. Right, you know, and I think that people, I think that people, at some point, actually did make more of a conscious decision. Like this is kind of like part of it, mm-hmm. you know. But I won't go too much off on that on that tangent. But like, but yeah, like everything is so so complicated because and made into a science. Because we're trying to fit it into our way of living, into this way of living that we've created. That's unfortunately very unnatural in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it's like, I wanted to have a scripture. 
and I just thought of one. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. Was it come unto me all year heavy laden? Is it the same scripture? Um, I think it's around there, yeah. I think so. But yeah. I would, I mean, that I shouldn't have even added that other part. But yeah, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. It's like we we think things have to be hard, but really it doesn't have to be hard. Even even like um with our finances. We made finances hard because we want so much that right. we have to yeah. work so hard just to earn enough money not to live and have a a decent life but we have to work hard to maintain the standard of living that we're creating and it's like it's okay to have a nice standard of living but if you don't even have time to enjoy it what's the point like you working hard you're stressed you're bringing home problems to your family just so that you can live in a bigger house like really like where do we even get to this belief that our houses have to be big and that we have to have all these fancy cars and that we have to have a million clothes like that. Well, they say more money, more problems, more money, Mm -hmm. more problems. It's like, we, we think that more money is good, but it's making our lives more complicated because now Mm -hmm. I got to manage it. I got to keep you from stealing it. Mm -hmm. Now I got to real, I realize that it's not enough. I got to get more of it. And then now we fighting over it because I don't like the way you spending it. And I don't like the way you not let me spend it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, compl- it's it's not supposed to be that complicated. It's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, basically, you know, you know, don't spend more than you have. You know, don't spend more than you have. You know, save some, you know, and. Um, Live simply. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the things, you know, we buy this stuff and fill our homes up with stuff that we like. But at the end of the day, you need something over a roof over your head. You need, you know, a few articles of clothing so that you're not, you know, just walking around naked. And you need food to eat. Um, You know, end of the day, that's all you really need. Even... Uh, now even with transportation you know you don't necessarily need a car you got you know legs or whatever you know if if, if you, you know you're you know your legs are fine or whatnot but like but anyway there's only a few things that we really need it's just that we're very much taught to be consumers in in this country yeah very heavy consumers or whatever so you 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 think you need all this stuff and then you see somebody else has more than you and you think you know i need that i'm gonna need some of that right there you know and um we don't and we're i don't know man sometimes i kind of think about that and i just kind of think about how sometimes i wonder what people you know even like a hundred years ago would think about us with some of the things that we get caught up in and some of the ways of living where we, we don't really, we're very much kind of averse to working with our hands or, you know, just kind of doing certain kinds of work. And, um, we've kind of made all these different other kind of structures and things. And there's so much just complication. Sometimes I kind of wonder if they would be like, Man, I can't deal with this world. This is crazy. I'm sure they would. I mean, even generations right before us. I remember when me and um 
I mean, um, I guess our our sister in law. It sounds like my sister in law, yours. Our sister in law. Um, we were sitting with a group of older women from our church, and we were just talking to them like, "Oh, we're just so tired, and and we just don't know how to do it all. Like, we got stuff with the kids, and we got stuff with our husbands, and we got stuff with our jobs or our businesses. We got." this for this extracurricular and that extracurricular and all this stuff. And like, how in the world did y'all do it all? And they were like, we didn't, we didn't do all that stuff y'all doing. Mm -hmm. So even just in our parents' generation, they like, my parents don't be doing all this stuff that, (laughs) that we do. They don't have committee meetings and zoom calls and after this, after work, this and that and initiative, this or that. It's Mm -hmm. like they had, work and they had stuff with the family and yeah cooking cleaning and going to work and going to church but it wasn't like all this extra stuff like that we have I mean there was a time when Sean and I earlier in our our marriage it's like we were doing something every weekend oh yeah I remember that I don't remember what we were doing but it was always something it's and finally we're like we done we're not doing all this but it's mm-hmm. like, for some reason, our generation is just gluttons for punishment. It's like we feel like we have to do all this stuff, but it's not adding value to our lives. Like, we we have made our lives complicated. And I think um, this pandemic slowed us down quite a bit. But then it, it is in this weird way, other things fell into place. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, when we first started this podcast, or maybe when we were still on the other podcast, um... We were like, oh, we don't have anything to do. Our schedules are so open and so quiet and calm and relaxed. And this is nice. But now, like, I mean, I do like three or four Zoom calls a day. <laughs> oh. Now, now you on your own with that. You know, I mean, I have. You do a lot now. You yeah, do a I few guess little I, Zoom calls. Yes, yeah, so I have recently started a, um, a tutoring, a math tutoring. Uh-oh. Oh, okay, I'm good a math tutoring business. And um, so I do have a few Zooms that I've added to my week with those. But but yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, it's like it's always some sort of room for us to kind of like really think about what in the world we got going on, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I don't recall doing none. I mean, of course, none of this stuff even existed. Yeah, it was a whole nother world back then. And folks weren't, and folks weren't getting text messages and getting oh on social gosh. media. They didn't oh, have Lord. Facebook messages and all that stuff. <laughs> Emails. Didn't have none of that. You're making my head hurt just thinking about all this stuff that we've added and like, for what? For what? It, it don't do anything for us. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, just just stop. I'm just done. Like, And it's a lot. I'm, I'm telling people no left and right. I I felt early in this week, I said, there's a no in my spirit. There's a no in my spirit. So everything that comes, I no, mm-mm, don't even mm-hmm. ask. No, I can't do it. Yeah. Because it's just, it might be worthwhile, but it's not worth my peace. And I just, no, I'm cutting stuff out. I'm going to the bare bones because it's okay to have downtime. Mm-hmm. It's okay to like have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you would tell you it. Something you said was kind of making me think when people come with new stuff or whatever, just boy, stop. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, boy, stop. Uh, what's his name? Um, who's it called? Put the hand in your face, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Jamie Foxx. I can't even yeah. do it right, but yeah, he said, stop him in their tracks. It's like, that's what I need to do. Stop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, so I guess the main thing what we're saying with this episode, we're not trying to preach to y'all. We basically talking about ourselves. Enough is enough. We are tired of all this extra stuff that we've put in life. Like it's it's just not we're just not doing it no more. So the McClendon family is on a quest to simplify things and get down to what really matters. Mm-hmm. All that other stuff it can, you know, what they say is for the birds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're determined to not add human complication to things that have always been that have always been simple. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think about that? Like, what about you? Anything that we've said in this episode, has it resonate, resonated with you? Has it been something that's been on your heart already? Maybe that you are kind of more so like, okay, yeah, you know, I got to make a change. I have to th- make things less complicated. I got to stop feeling so stressed out by this and by that. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need to hear from y'all on this. I'm gonna need to hear from y'all because um I don't know this we this can't just be one of those things that that Veronica and Sean just just talking just to talk we 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 really we gotta hear from y'all on this thing are we are we off yeah. you know it, are we really not overcomplicating things are things really just complicated or maybe are we over you know thinking it like come on now right right so please please highlight us let us know what you think. You know, we encourage you to take action for your own life, you know, and um, please share too. please share. You know, if it resonated with you, then I'm certain that it'll resonate with one of your friends as well. Probably two or three of your friends. Um, But yeah, y'all. Yeah, we owe it to ourselves to to be real. So I guess that's our cue. Well, thank y'all so much for joining us during this episode. We hope that you will join us for the next one. Um, Let's keep this conversation going. We want to hear from you for real. So, to the next time, y'all take care. All right, peace out, y'all. Pursuing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast. Theme music produced by Life on Flow.